This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Books and podcasts are always best with a great cup of coffee. That's why we've partnered with Ligaris Roasters to create the Table of Malcontents blend. And guys, it's delicious. A smooth Brazilian roast that will make your heart happy. Head over to LagarisRoasters.com to order a bag or 12 today. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron and with me as usually always is Dave and we have our returning guest co-host, Elizabeth Heinemann. Hello. How's it going? Good. Good. It feels like it's been mere seconds since I know. we recorded our last mm. episode. Are you feeling the Barnabas snark? I mean, you've got, you know, shoes to fill here. I know. Yeah. I'm I thought trying. I was filling no shoes today. What? I thought I was filling no shoes today. <sighs> You're Canadian. There's no way you could possibly well, that's do that. That's a good that. point. No way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right, we're going to do... But I can uh, swear as much as he can. You can? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Bleep away. <laughs> we'll Bleep just have away. a string of profanity here. <laughs> <Saying> random profanity. <laughs> I know we warned Elizabeth, like, I, I, he may bleep you, <laughs> even though you didn't say anything wrong. No. <laughs> just, he may, no. He'll be good. He's going to bleep me, though. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Random spots. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's, part of, it's part of the fun. It's part of the fun. Absolutely. The magic of editing. All right. Well, we're going right. to do a version of kind of what we do, our Goodreads questions, uh, especially for Elizabeth and 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 said, certainly participate along those who are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these questions were great. <laughs> no, the funny thing is Elizabeth came up with plenty of ideas and questions <laughs> and topics. <laughs> and then, then Aaron threw in like a way to organize them, and then I disrupted it again. Yeah, you did. I mansplained you it. you are I, a monster. Yes, I'm a monster. I'm a terrible male human being. Wait, does that what? make sense? I'm a terrible just person. I'm all of the above. No, well, because you're because you're male, that I makes know. you a terrible human being. Absolutely, I'm terrible. Um, so that's also, why also you're white, so that makes I'm you extra white bad. Male human being, and you're middle aged. And um, thank you. You're also middle aged. <laughs> I now, know. Right. We are history's greatest yeah, monsters. We're the forty plus zone right here. This is what happens. <sighs> this is what happens, Elizabeth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You get cranky, uh-huh. your Very knees, cranky. your back ache. No, seriously, they Man. hurt. They <laughs> hurt. My knees are hurt. Okay, <laughs> I just been walking around. People, I haven't been working out or anything like that. Just walking around, and my yeah. knees hurt every night. Yeah. All right, that's it. All right, we're gonna go right straight <laughs> into it. This is a real upset. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, yeah. it wouldn't be us if there if uh, there oh. wasn't. Two to seventeen minutes of I mean, nonsense. Serious, invest in Advil, people. Seriously, <laughs> and I, I mean like Advil, whoever, who owns was it? Johnson us, Johnson, who owns Advil, yeah. invest in them yeah. because man, mm. I, I mean, it's like a regular right. list on right. Kroger list. Yeah. But you know, if you can't afford, if you can't afford Advil, fine, ibuprofen from Kroger. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, whatever, whatever you want. All right, I get one of those like huge canisters of it. You know. <laughs> Throw it down like I'm. Uh, we'll uh, we'll throw a link to uh, to some pain relievers yeah. in the show notes. No, uh, buy it from Amazon.com, <laughs> and know, we'll get a little cut. I Thank get the ultra large bottle of Advil, and I get <laughs> the big bottle of Tums. I feel like I just threw a Tum down after every meal now. 
this is what happens. As, as a woman on the podcast, I would also um, like to recommend essential uh, oils because I feel like we've got to do that, right? Yes. All right, that's Some fine. Peppermint that's good. Oil. Peppermint oil. Yeah, is that what we should do? Okay. That'll help with that your gonna, headaches. Is that going to help Dave with his knees, though? I, I think it does. Yeah. Is there any? Know. Is there another oil for for? I mean, Dave's isn't knees? there one for everything? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How essential I mean, are these oils if uh, they were that's not? That's an excellent question. You know, I mean, I generally know. speaking, anything that's in a multi-level marketing scheme, <laughs> I mean, can't be that. But essential. you can also just get them on Amazon. Yeah, that's true. And then you don't have that's to true. get like but signed I, up for life. Well, but I've heard that the you know the ones you can get on Amazon mm-hmm. are bad. Well, bad sure. Food, even though they've got the same stuff. I don't know. Man. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we, I'm sorry we, I interrupted the conversation. No, it's okay. No, it's all right. Just start no, talking is, about that because I clearly know nothing about it. This is, no, this is, this is deep it. stuff that <laughs> yeah. we talk this about is here. Important. Absolutely. Um, also, um, sorry, not sorry to any of our yeah. listeners who may or may not sell essential oils on the side. I actually do use them, but I don't. Oh, I don't judge yeah. using them. I okay. buy them from a friend. I, you do uh, like either store or whatever. I do store whatever. Okay. Health food stores. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Okay. There's not a pyramid involved. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question. Here we go. All right. Um, did we set this episode up? We kind of did. Okay. Yeah, great. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like it's 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 Goodreads catered uh, to Elizabeth Hyman. That's right. See, How about I've that? Got, see, because Yet I'm also for, for all of us, because these are things we've talked about somewhat, yeah. but I, I feel like your perspective is going to be better. Okay. So, all right. But so. this is, this was one of my favorite ones you came up with. Thank you. You had a lot of them. I'm just throwing them. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what are your favorite books that, uh, the characters are places essentially like yeah. they're so like bigger than life and, it's kind of looming over the story. Mm-hmm. You showed some examples with me, but I'm not going to repeat those. I want you to just kind of share. Okay. So the one that first came to mind for me is Brooklyn. Have you read that? Is, is that the movie too? It became a okay. movie. Mm-hmm. And so it is. I love the movie. I'm gonna, the movie's wonderful. It is. Uh, and the book is even better. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because it kind of goes more in depth into her thought process and the whole thing. Oh, she's such and, a great character. Yes. Uh. Yeah. And so I don't know how to pronounce the author's name, Colm Toybin. I know I'm Irish name. Yeah, it's an Irish. I've mispronounced it. But um, so that is something where there are two places that are very much characters in the book. There's Brooklyn and Ireland. And so um, and most of the book, I feel like, is about finding your place. So it's that was the first one that came to my mind. And I've realized like. More and more, I love books that where the place is acts as a character mm-hmm. like that, and where the crawdads sing by Delia Owens is another on one. Sh- I have, have it on my shelf it? right now. No, I haven't read okay. it. Okay, it's a really good one too. Where the marsh that she lives in is yeah. just part of, yeah. like it wouldn't be the same. You couldn't yeah. take the book out of its setting and it'd be the same. Okay, and real quick, mm-hmm. so I, uh, it's funny. I've bought and given it to many people because oh, really? I knew they like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I picked up. <laughs> This is funny. I picked up a, a, an arc at uh, BEA. I know they know Aaron knows. I mean, I I click, but I can't find it. You know, so I oh, knew it was like yeah. a big book that are pushing. You mm-hmm. know, a new story certainly, but I can't find it. But I bought many copies yeah. since, and then my mom gave me back the copy I bought for. Her. <laughs> That's what she does. You yeah. buy her a copy, it's going to come back to you. Yeah. So go ahead. Well, it's coming. It's yeah. becoming a movie too. So oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. 
I think Reese so Witherspoon bought the rights to it. Oh, it's on. It's in her book club, I presume. Right? Yeah, okay. and I think she like bought the rights really she, quickly to I make it. She into buys the rights to every book that's in her she book would club. I don't club. know, but it wouldn't be a terrible idea. It wouldn't be terrible. If yeah. She's right. just picking good books. So. Yeah, hey, if, I, I'm if, fine is with she picking good books. I don't. Uh, I don't know. You, what do, what do you think? I honestly don't know all of the books that she's yeah. picked, but this is uh, one, and it was good. Yeah. So cool. I mean, Oprah picked for the most part great yeah. books. I mean, I mean, they, these are some that would be like unknown people and gave them a voice, and some mm-hmm. like, of course, she's gonna like right. said author, but yeah. uh, um, it was she. She was careful always to do a mixture, and yeah. I'm wondering if Reese has a similar strategy. I feel like she probably does. I don't know. Mm-hmm. From Maybe what she I've has heard, the same people working. Could, <laughs> could be. be. Yeah. It's all a conspiracy. Yeah. It's also <laughs> a pyramid really? scheme. I don't is know. It? No, it's pyramid wow. scheme. It's pyramid a, scheme. It, everything's a pyramid scheme to you. <laughs> just today. Everything is. Just today. Just today. Just okay. today. Yeah. All right. There you go. Do you go. think we should start a pyramid scheme? Absolutely. What could our pyramid scheme side, be? Side hustle, man. Right <laughs> there. Let's do it. I don't know. What's Elizabeth? our pyramid scheme? Coffee. Isn't no. I mean, well, we do. No, well, they don't is, have a pyramid wait, scheme on that. That is, like that a, is an appropriate crack. That's yeah. what that right. is. Because, wasn't well, there like and a we book? do have great coffee from Ligaris Roasters. Right. So. Wasn't there like a book subscription service or something a while back that was maybe a little bit? Am I imagining that? Maybe. Well, <laughs> there, was, like that. there was the leadership. There's, I mean, all of the... Um, Platform university stuff is a little bit pyramid schemey. There you go. <laughs> so, um, another one <laughs> is East of Eden. Y'all, y'all read that, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, long I long like no, I think you I haven't. Wait. I thought okay. you said have you I? had. I haven't. No. Have so I? no, I haven't. Um, I read a ton of Steinbeck, but I haven't. So I, I've been I've been in a variety of stores trying to find uh, you know used, and I'm at the point yeah. where I'm just going to buy a new copy because I know I want it. Mm-hmm. But I've got a great Grapes Wrath. I've got a variety of others, but I, I don't have it. I've never read. It. I wasn't required to read it in school either. I wasn't so either. I just kind read of it like last an year. advanced uh, literature. Like it's pretty class, thick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but point is like if you t- you'd have to be in like some AP class to take to yeah. read it I would think right. growing up and I just I love Steinbeck so um, mm-hmm. and everyone Question. says it's the, the what's best. an AP class advanced placement you don't know we don't do that it's so that you can get like if <laughs> you like, we're all AP you take a test afterwards and if you pass it then you can get out of taking that class in college yeah, oh, you're yeah we don't you don't do that you're also kind of buying credit Right. In advance. Right. Yeah. Affordably. <laughs> got it, got it, got so you don't have to take those classes later because it's kind of like, okay. I've done this already. Okay. Why waste This is more just money one of these college? cultural things that doesn't translate. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got, AP I, stands for advanced placement. I, I graduated a semester early from college because of AP credit for the most part. Mm. So there you go. Which yeah. is a lot more affordable to buy them at like 100 bucks an hour versus whatever college has right. become, you know. So there you go. All right. All right. But East of Eden. Has a place as a character, mm. and it's yeah. Okay, all right. Um, and the last one I have is the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Was this a book club one this, for you? No, Interesting. I. But this was on Netflix. Made a movie out of it. Okay, and so it kind of like got a boost from the fact that Netflix was making this movie out of it. But it is just this delightful. Um, book it's very short but it's about guernsey is an island mm-hmm. off the coast of england between england and france and so it's kind of goes back and forth between like the world war ii occupation yeah. of 
um, that island. And so they kind of go back and forth through time. It's Mm a epistolary. Is that the right word? Yes. Letters back and forth. Yes. Yeah. And so normally I don't love books like that. But Mm. this one, for some reason, they have like such a delightful cast of characters. And Guernsey becomes like one of those characters that I literally I finished reading this book and looked up if I could visit the island. And then I had to remind myself, like, it's not going to be the same as the book. But but see, this honestly, this is one of these books that um, I'm I've never heard of it until this very moment. The title alone makes me want to read it. Right? I don't even care what the content is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just got my attention so yeah. much that it's like, I love that. And I will say the writer, so it's Marianne Schaefer and Annie Barrows. Yes. And Marianne Schaefer, I think, was the main writer, and she died during writing the book. So her niece, mm. Annie, I think I have those right, mm. ended up finishing it out. Right. So it's kind of a unique way that it was even written. Um, yeah. But it it was definitely just like a fun read. But Guernsey is one of the characters, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, this was her first novel, yeah. too. And only novel right. as a result. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's interesting you bring up, you know, Ireland with Brooklyn because, um, you know, my mind started going to other stories and movies, certainly, that mm-hmm. kind of use it that yeah. way. It just is such a mystical place mm-hmm. without getting weird about theology. with it. It's just the fact that, like, there's just – there's mystery to it. There's yeah. beauty. Mm-hmm. There's all these things that go into how it shapes the people and the yeah. those other characters. Um, yeah, I yeah. love Irish stories too. Just in yeah. general, they're just yeah. There's something they understand about life that we don't that we don't. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. That's yeah. good. Do yeah, y'all have good. any favorite places well, character? Well, books? I mean, a recent one for me. I mean, I mentioned in our last episode that um, I just finished reading uh, the Devil, uh, the Devil in the right. White City, and Chicago itself is a key yeah. character in that book. Mm-hmm. So much so, like, really, how did she, like, how did Chicago kind of become what it is yeah. Yeah. now? Even. Absolutely. Um, and so Eric Larson just did a brilliant job of mm-hmm. of doing this contrast between. Um, the the black city as it was known, which mm-hmm. was the real Chicago, yeah. and yeah. the hopelessness and despair of industrial Chicago that was mm-hmm. there, and this um, this mythical white city that mm-hmm. the that the World's Fair represented, <laughs> um, and um, and really just how it fell apart at the end too yeah. is, yeah. Um, was brilliant. I'm always so sad when you know with all those world's fairs including like even you know even the centennial here in tennessee like you see pictures of all yeah how grand it looked yeah and they were like it was all temporary buildings. oh yeah it was almost all, all designed to sort of, basically yeah. get no but it was rebuilt yeah. you know our Parthenon, right yeah right? They, it was yeah. temporary they it. It. yeah yeah mm-hmm. which is fascinating um in chicago is that way st louis was the same way too yeah. and but they, most of them seem to have like we're gonna have one iconic item, right? Yeah. So you got the first yeah, wheel in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. Was the arch from? No, no, that was okay. after it was in the nineteen sixties. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I there, th- there, if you go to Forest Park where yeah. it yeah. was, like, there's all these yeah. beautiful yeah. buildings that are, are from that yeah. era. I do find it fascinating, like, because I mean, this just goes to show how um, how the name has just kind of lost like lost its connection to its creator. Um, it's it's going to sound silly, but it's like it was fascinating to actually learn that the reason it's called a Ferris wheel is because of oh. because it was oh. created by a yeah. dude named Ferris. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like 
this is amazing. Yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And and it's yeah. so obvious, but at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that just goes to show how much I've like bothered to yeah. look into the origins of the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And but, do you know that they uh, they moved that first wheel down to St. Louis for the fair there when it was there? They did, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I, I did I didn't know about that. Uh, yeah, I know about ice cream cones in St. Louis. Yeah, other random like other inventions during that time, <laughs> but that's really it. But I didn't know the first wheel was there, and then yeah. they uh, destroyed it after that. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's so. right. They dynamited it and mm-hmm. sold the metal for scrap. That's right. Yeah, sad. So. Oh, well. But when it was blown <laughs> up, it the wheel gave one last turn. Oh. And then it fell down. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the episode we thought it would be. Yeah, it's, <laughs> all right. well, oh well. it's all right. It's all right. There's going to be quick ones here. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have other. I mean, those are, yeah, certainly characters like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one. Uh, any, Pat Conroy, Charleston. Oh, well, yeah, like just the, South Carolina like, in general yeah, yeah. is. It's just uh, yeah. since we've talked a lot about Pat Conroy. That's, by the way, um, another dude author. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, like, I've never read anything. Yeah. It's. Um, Even though a lot of women love Prince of Tides, though, but that's like a very different one. It's unusual for him, but he has so many father issues and and basically (laughs) all of his books. As do we. (laughs) Yeah, but, (laughs) well, at least according to Mark Driscoll. Um, But, oh, speaking of daddy issues. How dare you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, (laughs) We can get away with that one. All right. That's a safe one right there, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so, all yeah, right, all right. but, but no, like South Carolina is such a, mm-hmm. such a key part of every book that he writes, yeah. um, in addition yeah. to him working out his issues with his dad. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I'm going to roll out some other ones here. Yeah, keep okay. going. All right. Uh, what are some very popular books that you love that, um, it's not that you're ashamed to admit, just mm-hmm. like the fact that like, oh wait, but you're such like a literary person. Yeah. Why do you like that book yeah and i think this question came from like one time i was with the gathering of english majors Mm -hmm. and we were going around and saying our favorite books and everybody was like saying these you know something by shakespeare or uh, moby dick or something like that and and i just said i was like i think i said little women and somebody turned to me and said thank you for saying that one and so from then on it was like (laughs) jane austen anna green gables like the more like great gatsby yeah so actually well-written things as opposed to just being pompous and arrogant right right well and i think it was just one of those that everybody wanted to be like oh i need to prove myself as an english major right that i like these books that no one's ever heard of right so so what would happen if you were in a group of english majors Mm -hmm. And you just threw out that your favorite book yeah. um, was, I don't know, um, we'll say, we'll just say Harry Potter. Okay. Like book six. Okay. <laughs> um, so you can't just say. A Dan Brown novel. Or, yes. Oh, yeah. Or a Dan, Dan Brown <laughs> hey, novel. I like the Da Vinci Code guys. Right there, there's mine. I, I, it's not that, that, that I love. Your, that formed your faith in your theology. Right? No, no. <laughs> It's just like, hey, at the end of the day, it's a fascinating thriller. Right. You know, right. And, and yeah. to me, but actually, it got me into the genre. I so I credit it, it yeah. for that. Sure. Yeah. So what yeah. would happen in the in those Left settings behind. if you um, <laughs> if you threw out something like that? What would happen? Yeah. I think mostly it gives people the freedom to kind of be like, oh, yeah, I love that one, too. Right. I don't feel like everybody's like, oh, that's your favorite. Because yeah. secretly, it's their favorite, too. Okay, Like, they it. like those kinds of books, right. too. Um, 
I think it probably they were a little shocked that you would admit it in a setting like that. Yeah. But I think secretly everybody likes the popular. I mean, that's why they're popular. Right. And for yeah. the most part is because usually they're well written because otherwise people wouldn't continue recommending them to other people. Sure. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you would get anybody that was like, oh. I'm not going to talk to you anymore well, or you don't deserve your degree or whatever. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> yeah. in that because I would just expect that there would be someone who enjoys to bloviate and – Oh, yeah, for um, sure. And like is just as pompous as you can imagine and yeah. has a pipe. And <laughs> I, I don't even care about gender in this. That's okay. Just that they have a pipe. It's fun with um, me. Side note, um, because my wife is awesome um, and I don't use a pipe – I don't enjoy pipes or mm-hmm. anything like that or any tobacco products. Um, I respect people who do. But um, she was at a vintage store in uh, in Franklin uh, just the other day, and she bought she bought a pipe just so that I can look pompous and pretentious. Oh, well, there you go. And it's the best because that's how much my wife loves me. All right. So even though we had uh, – that's pretty good. So let me go with this for a second. So we did a whole episode on Wendell Berry. Let's yes. just go with Wendell Berry. Speaking yeah, of. I know I've... there are some people when, who, who read Wendell Berry who genuinely don't like it but feel like they need to. Yes. Um, just for public face. Here's the I, I do well, – well, no, he admits he doesn't like it. That's okay. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. To me, I respect that. That's yeah. absolutely fine. I genuinely like – Winterberry. I don't think I'd like everything that he would write, no, but no. I really do like the Port Williams series, and it's 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 it's, it's it. I'm yeah. not saying it's the best thing in the world, but to me, yeah. it feels homely in a good way. See, um, I read. I, I mean, I like it fine, but I like it fine. Yeah, um, but you're I, not like Nick I, Reinerson. No, like, I don't have. A, over I don't have word. a deeply uncomfortable uh-huh. man crush on Wendell Berry. Yeah. slash stalking relationship yeah. um, like Nick does. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with that. It was, a, fu- it was a funny episode. Yeah. We were kind of like, it's getting weird in this room, man. It he got really, really, really I've likes Wendell never Berry. read Wendell Berry. Yeah. It's okay. I know. You're fine. Yeah, it's okay. I, mean, I think for the English major, <laughs> at least in at Union, it was Faulkner was the one that you yes. couldn't mm. admit that you didn't like. Okay. Well, so, now yeah. it would be, you know, uh, David Foster Wallace. Possibly. Right. Um, yeah. Faulkner... Walker Percy, I hated Walker Percy's books. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I hated him. Yeah, I thought it was drivel, and I, and I, I and but and so which makes me think I won't right. like Faulkner, which makes me yeah. a terrible person and definitely not a well, southerner. Well, that's not what yeah. makes you a terrible. I don't person, feel like Dave. I'm a proper okay. southerner because I really don't like Faulkner's books. Oh, it's okay. okay. Yeah, it's all right. I've been to his and grave. All. Although uh, my it. father-in-law's house, he's got an amazing collection of Faulkner, yeah. and he wrote a college like thesis on on him. Yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. So nice. I kind of want to take those anyways. But nice. yeah. sorry, I mean no, a lot okay. of people love Mr. Him. Vaughn. I'm sorry, I'm not going <laughs> to okay. steal these when I'm at your house. Don't worry. Yeah, right. sorry, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, with you. All right, let's keep going. All right, let's keep going. A couple more here. Okay. All right. Let's go with. Uh, <laughs> Do we figure out how we say marginalia? I, I don't know. All right. So We're just gonna, wh- whether again, we should write fast and confident. Whether we should write. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows. Uh, what do you write in books? Like, are you, you know, this there's yeah. the, the the sanctity of books. Do you write in books? What do you do to your books? That sounds really weird too. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do to your I books? I write in mine. <laughs> yeah. You write I read in them? Yes. every single I turn fiction, their pages. nonfiction, everything. Not every single one. So mm-hmm. typically, I do though buy a lot of my books instead of taking them from the library because yeah. I, there's always a chance that well, I'm going to want to write Well, libraries frown on you writing in right, the books. Right, right. 
So, so unless I know for sure it's just kind of like a a fun candy fiction book, then I'm not going to yeah. get it from the library because I want to be able to write in it and yeah. to make notes. And as a result, like my bookshelf has all these different ones and I have to like go to them in order to remember what my favorite quotes are and <laughs> and look at all that. But yeah, so I write yeah. in mine all the time. I dog ear things. Yep. I yeah. Yep. I am a big See, fan you of dog ear, you said. Yeah. Okay. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? All right. I have a problem with dog ear. Okay. Sorry. I Sorry. I'm okay. It's, it's, but why 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 is it okay for me to <laughs> underline things yet not dog ear? I that's a I great question. I don't understand. But I mean, okay, but here's the thing. I have like a problem with pages. People, I have a problem with people like getting a crease down the spine. Oh. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Like That just means it's more loved. Well, yeah, but it falls apart. Yeah. So do you like hardback more than paperback? I do. Okay. I really do like hardbacks a See, lot. See, I like but, paperback better. But um but a paperback's a little bit easier to like I mean it all yeah. depends on the kind of book. Like if it's something that is just like it's a trash book and I'm just <laughs> reading it entirely for the for fun. Something to read mm-hmm. for fun. Um, I don't care if it's a if it's a if it's a hardcover or not because right. it's like I'm gonna read this once and I've paid 25 cents for it yeah. and um, that's your version of the library yeah <laughs> absolutely uh, yeah absolutely yeah um, because then I can still interact with it if I want mm-hmm. to um, mm-hmm. but I I love to write in my books yeah I love 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 yeah. it um, yeah. and I have fun when I edit them too as I'm going oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I had uh, I had whole I've had whole pages that I've crossed out in in books. Interesting. Um, yeah, particularly theology books. Yeah, yeah. where okay. I'm just like this arg- and just written this argument is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and because it was, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it didn't make it's... any sense. It was an it was an incoherent argument. Yeah. Oh. Um, My version of that is I write. Is it true? Question mark. <laughs> In yeah. the margin. I, yeah. I have a lot of verse. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, you need um, – I've had at least one that was written by a professing Christian author um, that I've said, I'm fairly certain you don't know Jesus mm. um, yeah. as a result yeah. <laughs> of of what just what I'm reading. It's like yeah. this – it's not just bad. It's unchristian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so – we didn't publish any of those books, for the record, Dave. Apparently, gosh, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> no, faithful right. and true all yeah. the time, Dave. Faithful and true. Thank you, CSB. That's right. Very nice. Words right. matter. Words matter. <laughs> all right. What makes you keep reading versus giving up on a book? I'm moving on. All right. Yeah, I will read like the first hundred pages or so, and then decide. Man, that's but commitment. I don't pages. always that's read. A, that's an Sometimes investment. it's fifty. It just depends on if I am at all. If I feel like, oh, I want to pick this up, I will say there is an exception to that. I read A Tale of Two Cities in high school, which I had a friend that said, this is one of the best books I've ever read, but you will have to suffer through 250 pages for the last 50 pages to make sense. But he was uh-huh. like, you have to do it. And so because I trusted him and his uh, like taste in books, I did it. Yeah. But I would not have normally like yeah. gone that. that long yeah. before that's a, reading. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I mean, it is, it, it is yeah. a like there are moments of brilliance even in those 250 yeah. pages that are prior. But 
Yeah, until you, you get there, it but doesn't make sense. But then it makes it sense. all worth it. Yeah. But you you almost need, with those books, you need somebody to tell you it will be worth it. Oh, absolutely. Otherwise, yeah, um, we'd all quit. You know, books like, um, I think for a lot of modern readers, books like The Lord of the Rings are also ones where you have to, you just have to be prepared to slog through some stuff yeah. sure. to yeah. get to the really, really good stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring is a, is a great example of that. There's about 150 pages at the front end yeah, that is like okay. For the love of everything, this is taking a long time to get to anything to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you get, but then once you get past that, it's like okay, this actually goes at a fairly breezy pace, yeah. except for the songs you, and poems. Yeah, um, what you see in the movies yeah. is is the is the, the abridged action, version. Yeah, abridged version. Yeah, um, or the like fictionalized, some, the extra fictionalized some, version. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. It um, works. We all fine. love the movies. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I um, haven't read the books. It's okay. I know. Okay. I watched the movie, and my high school literature teacher gave us like a week to read the books. And <laughs> what? then, yeah. And then was like, you will not be able to write uh, your paper if you only see the movie. And did I did. Did you say challenge got, accepted? Yes. I got the nice. highest grade of any of, of my papers did. that. <laughs> that. You know that in Spark yeah. Notes, the movie Spark Notes, I was good to go. Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah. saying you cheated? Sure, but I feel like the statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> he just it. Yeah. Sure, but you know, yes. how many well, times have no, we no, said no, no, no. sure? I'm, but, so yeah. here's the she thing. didn't ask me if yeah. I had read it. No. She just graded the paper. No, I'm. Right. So. I'm not saying that in a judgmental yeah. way. I'm saying that is an. I, this is a safe place. <laughs> yeah. Because I did yeah. that too, but it mm-hmm. wasn't with Lord of the Rings. It mm-hmm. was with Moby Dick. Okay. Um, I, had I did not have to yeah. read that at any uh, point well, in my see, career. See, I did it to myself because I'm an idiot. Oh. And um, I had an independent study project. And again, as we discussed last episode, I'm incredibly pretentious. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> You still are. That's right. And I'm going to keep being pretentious. But... Um, but so I had chose. this I had this project and I was like, well, I'm going to try Moby Dick mm-hmm. because, you know, that's what, you know, pompous um, and pretentious people do. <laughs> <laughs> and I started reading. I'm like, this book sucks so bad. It is the worst thing I've ever read. It's awful. Yeah. And so I just gave up and I said, I'm going to watch the Gregory Peck movie instead. There you go. So I watched it the night before my paper was due, wrote the paper, and I got an A. Yeah. It works. It works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pressure pressure is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, we're discovering all sorts of things about ourselves right here. So, (laughs) all right. That works right there. Yeah. Well, I think this is good. No, this is this has been fun. I mean, this has been fun. Yeah, we talked about YA books last time, so that was one of them we were going to talk about. But I think we're good. Um, yeah. This has been fun. Let's go into what we're reading. Yeah, we we'll do that. Elizabeth, would you like to kick us off? Sure. I have also started, along with Beartown, the mm. warmth of other suns. Is that Ooh, the title? I read it okay. last year. Yes. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm barely into it, but yeah. I really love it so far. You feeling your woke history? You feeling yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Good on sure. it. I am. You're not allowed no. to say that. We work for Lifeway, <laughs> no, and that's going to no. cause controversy. No, 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 no. Come on. No, 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 Don't no, get no, fired, no, 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 no. I, this is not. No, this is nothing to do with that. This is this is about understand. Someone who loves a lot of history, mm-hmm. I feel like, wow, there's a whole part of America I did not know about in yeah. the past hundred years. That's yeah. true. That's, mm-hmm. and I know you're in the middle of it, but yeah. it's. Uh, You'll you'll discover it's a long book, but it's yeah. uh, but it was so far it's been a fairly quick read, right? Yeah. Because of it's the way that it's written yeah. is very engaging. I feel like it is yeah. a very engaging mm-hmm. book. I know 
three stories, yeah. right? And but they have all, kind but, of a narrative explaining what's happening in larger yeah. context at the yeah. same time. And there's some connection points um, yeah. between at least a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, yeah, it's it is fascinating to see, um, like it's talking about the Great Migration mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, what life was like after um, after the end of um, the Jim Crow laws yeah. and and things like that as well. And why do we have why do certain cities have very large um, African American populations, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what what has life been like for them yeah. there? And yeah, um, heartbreaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, talk to any uh, you know an African American friend who um, has a big family reunion, and you're like, and it's really funny because like you know, there'll be very large family reunions and there'll be like three or four key cities they're coming from. Oh, and yeah. It's just fascinating. And yeah. As a kid, I was wondering, because I had some friends like, yeah, you know, in the park, whatever, there'd be huge families. It's uh-huh. crazy. And they'd come for three or four key cities. Yeah. And you learn more about this period. You understand why did one part of the family kind of grow this way oh, okay. in Detroit mm-hmm. and in Cleveland and Chicago? And why is one still in Atlanta? Why is yeah. one, you know, and, okay. and it's, uh, it's fascinating. Um, and you start, yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to, re- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I it's been recommended to me by for many people, so I'm excited to yeah. read it. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So that's really good. Well, I did a much like shorter it. book. Uh, yeah. I just finished of Mice and Men again. I mean, I read it when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. It's also one of those books where you know you think, oh, it's a hundred pages. It's an easy one to get. It's Steinbeck, though, you know, yeah, and there's Steinbeck so much is, to each character and what they represent. I had to go to like notes. I'm yeah. like researching all these things. Like, tell me more about this character. Or that I did listen to the audiobook. Um, huge kudos to Gary Sinise, who's been doing a lot of uh, audiobook readings of Steinbeck books. He's just got such an American yeah. voice. Barnabas doesn't like his voice, but Barnabas doesn't like a lot of things. That's true. So, He's a little nasally, but then again, so am I. I sound like I'm snorting cocaine on the show. <laughs> that's true. So, that's true. You know, thank you for okay. doing your best to not do that. I've done pretty well. Been, I, you've, I hope you've done a good job. Easy. There's only been like one or two. Wait till one or the two winter, times. man. Those colds start coming Ooh. in, and I'm gonna be. Don't worry, I have a. <laughs> oh, Dave, sorry. edit. Dave, don't worry. Uh, I have a preset just for you. Thanks. That's great. That's pretty much it. So I would be a terrible radio show host. So there you go. We are. This is a radio show. Except it's just a different medium. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm feeling it. There you go. So there you go, Aaron. All right. So I, um, once again, I'm going to give you one I finished and one that I'm working on. Uh, smug, pretentious, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Pompous, bloviating. Um, <laughs> bloviating. That's right. Um, it's, it's my favorite word right now. It's fine. Um, I just finished uh, Doomsday Clock Book One, um, which is a graphic novel, actually, by uh, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. It is a... Um, mashup between the the book Watchmen um, that came out in the 80s and and the DC universe and so yeah. it's um, it's so it's it's like peak nerd stuff <laughs> so it's great um, it's very well done I'm really disappointed that um, it wasn't the whole series all in one volume because I want to read the second half of the series but the last issue hasn't come out yet so Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm also um, working on Travels with Charlie in yeah, Search of America um, by Steinbeck. Um, mm. That is my that's my commute audio listen, okay. uh, audiobook. So reading quotation marks there. 
Um, but it is, it's really enjoyable. It is a Gary Sinise uh, narrated right. yeah, one. It's, I know. Um, I listened to one before yeah. too. So good. Yeah, but I'm, in, yeah, I'm that, enjoying that, it. That's when uh, Steinbeck gets woke. That's about right. America in That's the right. 50s. That's right. Yes. So it's good times. It's lots of fun. Um, and then I am trying to work my way through, as I know you are as well, Lonesome Dove yes. by Larry mm. McMurtry. I need to read that one. Do you, well, you want to join our book club? We yeah. have a book club, book club here at Lifeway. got to catch up a little bit, okay. though. Do you think you get this week after like 2.30? Knock out 200 page pages two, this weekend? 2.30? Out of an 800-page book? Okay. Just go get it. Okay. Go Do get it. it. So y'all come in like... Every few chapters um, or something. Yeah, that? we're yeah. doing like 100 pages at a time. Yeah. Okay. So. It's, um, we're not doing like a rush reading. 100 okay. pages yeah. a week type thing. So, so because we're right. reading other things too. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool. It's good. All right. So we're gonna skip violence today. There's no violence. No violence you today to to because meeting. I've got to go to a meeting. <laughs> right. This is what happens because we actually have jobs work, to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Elizabeth, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Dave, thanks as always for for being here. <laughs> thanks for being alive, Dave. Thanks. 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 Showing up. Okay. Wow. Showing up, doing some work. Oh, I appreciate it's one of those it. Days. Yeah. All right. That's good. All right. Good. <laughs> good. All right. Uh, listeners, uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Do leave your sincere or not sincere, we don't really care, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. And we will talk to you later. Bye. This is an area code podcast.